Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside Trey Lyle. We've got another great week of baseball talk coming at you. It's been a good week of baseball over the past week. A lot of stuff going on on the field and off the field. The Braves starting to look like an actual baseball team right now. A couple of exciting wins yesterday, walk-off wins, including the Yankees that got one, Trey. So I'm sure that was exciting for you. It's been a good weekend, a good week of baseball. Trey, how are you doing on this fine morning? I'm doing pretty well. Just trying to, you know, get through get through another week of the season. We're we're starting to get into uh, into the grind of the season at this point. You know, almost two months in. This is is it's getting uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, we're starting to get to the point where you really see how a team is going to look this season. Because you know, for the first month, anything can happen, and you know, teams have a cold start or they have a hot start. And, you know, now we're going to start to see how the teams are really going to be for the rest of the season, how the standings are really going to shake out. And of course, anything can change in the second half of the season as well. But we're, we're going to start to get a real solid idea of how teams are going to look this season over the next couple of weeks as we get deeper into May. Uh, let's start things off today with our MVPs of the week, looking at the past seven days and how everybody has played. Who would you choose as your MVP of the week? This is hard. Uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna pick a Yankee this time. Okay. Wow. Uh, I mean, judges looked great, but I, I will go with. Can I go with the Mets as a whole? I'm gonna go with the Mets as a whole. You know, okay. Up and down week, but they're the first team to 20 wins. Um, and, and they've they've looked really well. I mean, they they have the best record in baseball and. You know, they look like a contending team without Jacob DeGrom. And so I will go with the New York Mets. Okay. All right. Unconventional, but good pick. Good pick. I'm going to go with the third baseman of the San Diego Padres, Manny Machado. He's had a fantastic week this past week. He's 9 for 21. So that's a 429 batting average over the past week. Three home runs, five RBIs, OPS of one point. Three nine five. So he had a fantastic week for the Padres over the past six games. He's also just playing really well this season overall. For his whole season, he's got an OPS of 1.102, seven home runs, 21 RBIs. He's having a really good season so far. And, you know, I, I like to see that because I like Manny Machado. I think since he signed with the Padres, he's been good, but he hasn't been, you know, a standout player, you know, star, one of the best players on the field, but he's been very good still. So to see him, you know, leading the league in these categories, leading the league in stats, having the year that he's having so far, I like to see that he's getting, he's playing deserving what he's getting paid at this point right now, which I don't know that he's done since he got to San Diego. That is pretty good. Well, um, yeah, it's a good choice. You know, Padres, in second right now, but 
one and a half games back, tied in the win column with the Dodgers. So uh, they're looking a lot better than they did. You know, obviously they had a good start to the season last season. It was the down the stretches where where they um, where they struggled. Yeah, yeah. So they're off to a hot start. That whole that whole National League West is um, every team is above five hundred right now, which you know. That's a little surprising to see the Diamondbacks above 500, but the Rockies, they're 16 and 12, tied with the Giants for third place in the NL West. So that that division is looking really good right now. Obviously, we all thought the Dodgers were going to win. I thought the Giants would come in second, but the Padres are looking really good right now. The Diamondbacks and the Rockies are both looking good. So that division is going to be a fun one to watch this year because I thought it'd be a two, maybe three team race, but all five teams above 500 right now. That's surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, it's may it's probably the best division in baseball as we sit right now. And it's not, I'm not surprised by it. All right, Trey, what is the best thing that you saw in baseball this week on off the field, whatever anything goes, what is the best thing that you saw this week? It's it comes from Tuesday early in this week, and uh, it's a viral moment um, during the Blue uh, Blue Jays Yankees game. Judge Aaron Judge hit a home run. It was caught by uh, Mike Lanziota. That's how uh, that I don't know Lanzio L A N Z I L O O T. I I can't pronounce his last name. Sounds Mike, right to me. Mike L. And he he caught the home run and instantly gave it to a young Yankees fan, Derek Rodriguez. So he uh, he started he started to uh, you know started to cry and and then the next day they met Aaron Judge. So uh, shout out to that. That was a, a cool moment giving a home run ball to a kid, especially it appeared to be his favorite player. In yeah, Judge. that is. I, I saw that that was a heartwarming moment and that's, you know, it's always good to see uh, stuff like that. You know, it's cool to catch a baseball, but me personally, I guess it would depend on what, you know, what the circumstances are, but in general, if I'm at a baseball game and I ended up catching a foul ball or a home run ball or something, and there's a kid nearby me, toss the ball to the kid. Cause what am I going to do with the baseball? You know, it's going to, sit on my desk for a little bit and then probably going to end up throwing it in a drawer to clear up space and forgetting about it. But you give that ball to a kid and that makes their whole day, their whole week. I mean, that that's a huge moment for a kid when they get a ball at a game. So that's, that's just my personal opinion on the, the matter is if you catch a ball at a game and you're an adult, give it to a kid nearby. You don't need it. It's going to be a lot bigger of a moment to them than it is to you. Uh, my best thing that I saw this week you can probably guess what this is going to be. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. back in the lineup for the Braves. Of course, he made his return last week. So that was one of my best things I saw last week. But this week, he hit his first two home runs in back to back games against the Milwaukee Brewers. Friday night and Saturday night, he hit home runs against the Brewers in Truist Park. I think they went 450 feet and then 420 feet. So he absolutely crushed his first two homers of the season. Great to see him returning to form. Uh, the Braves were wearing their throwback uniforms, the the old, you know, like 70s, 80s Braves uniforms that Hank Aaron wore. So really good to see Ronald O'Connor Jr. start getting back to form. I, I knew it was going to take him a little bit to warm up because, like I said last week, he didn't get a spring training 
Uh, he didn't really get any time to to see live pitching other than a week or two in AAA. So good to see him start getting back to form, heating up a little bit. Two home runs against the Brewers this past weekend, and I love love seeing those uniforms the Braves wear. I think they're the best throwbacks in Major League Baseball. Of course, I'm a little biased, but you can't deny that they look good. Um, also, the Braves just winning a series against the Brewers, who are a very good team so far this year. So the Braves are starting to look like a good baseball team because they split a four-game series with the Mets. They won the first game on Monday, got swept in a doubleheader on Tuesday. And so I was feeling like that's not great. You know, I was feeling really confident when they won the first game of the series, but then they get swept in the doubleheader. And I was like, all right, here we go. Uh, But then they came back and won the series finale on Wednesday. So they split a series with the Mets and then they lost on Friday night against the Brewers. Even though Ronald Acuna Jr. hit that first home run in the season, the Braves ended up losing that game, but then they come back and win on Saturday and Sunday. So big series win against the Brewers who are currently 19 and 10 on the season. So big win by the Braves this weekend, taking down Milwaukee. Now they are in second place in the NL East at 14 and 16, still below 500, still six games back of the Mets, but they've got a pretty good week coming up. They have a series hosting the Red Sox starting tomorrow, a three-game series, and the Red Sox are not looking good this year. And then they have a weekend series against the Padres hosting them at Truist Park, so that should be fun one to watch but I'm just excited to see the Braves starting to look like a decent baseball team so far this season yeah it's actually good to see the Braves finally show up and you know act like how they're supposed to so that's good for you I'm happy for you you know uh, unfortunately they're in a division with right now the best team in baseball so it's uh... yeah so that makes it tough so we've talked about um some of our MVPs of the week. And, you know, I think they've mostly been hitters so far uh, this whole season. At least, I mean, you chose a whole team as your MVP of the week, but I think mine have mostly been hitters so far this season. But we got to talk about some pitchers that are tearing it up on the mound so far this year. And they're, you know, some of the older guys are still holding their own out there on the mound. Max Scherzer of the Mets just took his first loss in 343 days. It had been that long since he last lost a game. That is a really impressive streak. I mean, we, we've seen some impressive streaks like that over the past couple of years, but 343 days without a loss. Hats off to Max Scherzer. Uh, and then Clayton Kershaw is pitching really well so far this season, like it's 2014, his MVP year. I mean, if you look at his stats from this year so far, Kershaw, is 4-0 and with a 180 ERA, 32 strikeouts. I did not expect that this year. You know, I, I still really like Clayton Kershaw. I think he's still got it in him. But to see him start off the season like that, that's really impressive at 34 I mean, years old. He nearly threw a perfect game. Uh, it's so it's it just shows you, you know, I mean, those two guys are the best two pitchers of their generation. So with with along with Justin Verlander. So makes sense for them to still dominate at this age. And and we've seen it all across sports. You know, I think athletes are being able to go farther into their careers now more than ever with how much information we have about how you can, I don't want to say manipulate the body, but, you know, diet and exercise and stretching and, and, and those different things. So uh, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. 
really cool to see those guys still pitch well. Max Scherzer this season, four and one, a 2.92 ERA, 49 strikeouts in 37 innings for the Mets. So yeah, the two of them are pitching very, very well. I think, I mean, even at their age, you got to consider them Cy Young candidates. I mean, Scherzer, definitely. Kershaw, I think, has taken a step back in the past couple of years. Max Scherzer has never really stopped pitching at the level that he's at. I think Kershaw did have a couple of years where he struggled, but Scherzer has just not stopped. And so, yeah, this year, they're both Cy Young candidates at this point. Yeah, I I, uh, I completely agree. You know, uh Speaking of someone getting their stroll, uh, Garrett Cole's pit had really two back-to-back two really good outings. You know, yesterday he pitched pitched another gym, nine strikeouts uh, for a guy who didn't go off to the best start of the season. It feels like Garrett Cole's back to Garrett Cole, and uh, that that is big for the Yankees. Yeah, that is big with all the money they paid him. I know I like to give you a hard time about Garrett Cole, and you say he's the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, you know, Max Scherzer, or not Max Scherzer, One guy Jacob stays DeGrom. healthy and the other guy yeah, doesn't. That's what I was going to say. Jacob deGrom is on the sidelines right now. Garrett Cole is in the game. So he's got that going for him. But yeah, I, I think he is uh, starting to look a little better this year. Hey, so. also speaking of that, you know, so I got a hard time with people talking about how, you know, Mike Trout's not the best player in baseball, but and it's his teammate Shohei Otani, but, uh, I think Mike Trout's reminded some people how he's uh he's that guy. Yeah. Hitting 307, six home runs, 13 RBIs. So uh Mike yeah, Trout, Mike Trout is back to Mike Trout this year. He's he's doing Mike Trout things, and I, I think he's proving once again why he's the best player in baseball. Hopefully he can stay healthy the rest of this season. You know, it was it was really a shame when he missed almost all of last. I think he only played like a month of last season. And it was really a shame because he is still the best player in baseball and one of the most exciting players to watch. So I hope that he uh, he's able to stay healthy this season. We get a full season of Mike Trout and he can take home another MVP award. Yeah, I, I, I still believe he's the best player. Um, Billy Parvatan, one of our classmates from Virginia Tech, posted on Instagram the other day after the, the Nationals beat the Angels, said Mike Trout is overrated. That's Billy because being the Nationals Billy. won one game. That's Billy being Billy. Also, so uh, interesting, before this weekend against the Pirates, did you know that the Cincinnati Bengals had more wins in 2022 than the Cincinnati Reds? I did. The uh, They won the, three games before there's, they won um, basically back-to-back games against the Pirates. And the Bengals had won four in 2022. So what are the what's the Reds record now? Where are they sitting? Five now? and twenty-three. Clearly the worst team in baseball. Oddly enough, the second worst team in baseball. Oh, actually, sorry. The the Tigers have won eight games, the Royals have won nine. So, but uh the Cubs have won nine and the Pirates have won eleven. So the bottom end of the central is not looking that great. Um, but the Cincinnati Reds, man, not a good team. Yeah, no, they are uh, they are not looking good right now. Did we? Uh, hopefully, we both took the under on. Um... I'm trying to find it right now. Seeing all right, I uh, pulling up the document. Gonna see 
what we took for the NL Central Cincinnati Reds. Their over-under was set at 74 and a half, and we each took the under. We're looking really good right now. What is all right? Let's see. They're five and twenty-three right now. Need to do some quick math here. Try to figure out what their pace is. How many wins they're on pace to finish with this season? About twenty-eight wins. Yeah, so we're we're doing great. I think they'll uh, they'll have to get a little better than that. I would think. I really hope so. Do they reach forty? I mean, <laughs> that's just so bad. If you only get forty wins, I think they have to get there. Yeah, we'll see. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati. I mean, they they got rid of a lot of star players over the off season. Um, but geez, you would think they would be a little better than this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. It is. And you know what, what's really a shame about it is I love Joey Votto and he's, you know, he's going into the hall of fame. He's a great player and that he has to waste the last couple years of his career on a team as terrible as this. That's a shame to watch because he had a couple of seasons there, like 2008, where the Reds won the division, made it to the playoffs, and it looked like they, you know, had a shot to win something. And now he's late in his career, and they're terrible. And he's only had a couple of good teams in his career because he stayed with the Reds for his whole career. And that's, you know, that's admirable, staying with one team for your entire career. But it was really a shame that, now, after all he's given them, this is what they're giving back to him—a terrible team that's five and twenty-three. That's that's really what's a shame. I would love to see Joey Votto play on a winning team and get a shot to have some kind of postseason success. So would I. Do you think he'd be a trade candidate? Yeah, I think so. So do I. It'd be. It sucked to see, but I think, you know, I, I definitely think he could get traded. Obviously, you know, the Reds can have Hunter Green, who they're, you know, but uh, I, I think, do you think he gets traded? I don't think he does, but I think he could be a, a strong candidate to get traded. I don't know that he would ask for a trade, though, to go to a better team. He doesn't seem like the kind of player that would. No, I, I think it would just kind of it would just happen like the, the Reds want just, you know, kind of be like, we know you're not happy, but you know, you, we know you love it here. He's on TikTok, by the way. Yeah, he is. He's um, um, interesting on TikTok. Interesting, uh, interesting follow there. All right, let's look at what we've got coming up this week. Some series to keep an eye on. We have the Rays and the Angels starting a series out in Anaheim tonight at 9.38 first pitch. That should be a good one to watch. The Angels are, I think, other than the Braves, the Angels are my team to watch this year because I want to see them succeed so badly. I want to see Mike Trout make it to the playoffs and win in the playoffs so badly. So the Angels are my, they're like my second favorite team this year. 
behind the Braves. So and it's not going well. Whoa, wait a minute. They're it's, first in their division. I'm, yeah, well, <laughs> I blanked. At one point, it wasn't. And now At they've gotten point, hot. Yes. Yeah, they're 19 and 11 right now. So they're looking pretty good. Uh, Rockies and Giants, another series getting started out on the West Coast tonight. And then coming up this weekend, the Braves host the Padres at Truist Park. So that should be a fun one to watch, see if the Braves can continue their recent success. We got the Cardinals hosting the Giants in St. Louis. Dodgers and Phillies out in Los Angeles starting on Friday night. And we got the Yankees taking on the White Sox in Chicago this weekend. Bet any more on the White Sox over the past week? I did not. I uh, I just uh, you learned your lesson. Actually, I did bet on the White Sox. They won. So oh, okay. All right. Braves cost me one day. Oof. They were my only, only one that lost. So it was uh, not ideal. But I, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. That's the way it goes. Well, it should be a good week of baseball coming up. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of good series over the next week. Should be fun. It should be more baseball, you know, uh, college baseball rounding into uh, the end of the season. Uh, so it, it, it's going to be fun. So as always, make sure you leave a five-star review. Connect with us at Foul Ball Area, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Mackins in the News, at Trey Lyle VT. And as always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.